Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome. So this is a special summer spotlight. So this is being hosted by the Simset Magazine. And I'm so excited that I have Verde here. She's the CCO of Game Her. So thank you so much for being here today. Yay, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited uh, that we you know our, <laughs> our past cross. We finally got to meet. We had a lovely chat last week. And I yes, you left did. me feeling so profound with my life. Oh, you have I'm, no idea. You made I'm me feel so confident bad. after that call. And yet and, and I was not feeling confident. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Oh my gosh. So how's your day going so far? It's good. It's a little chilly. Um, it's getting colder here in New York City, and I hate it, but I was prepared. Took Murphy, my dog, out for a nice long walk, dropped my daughter off at school, um, and now I'm here for our interview. Toasty oh. warm in my apartment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I got you. So I'm in Ontario, so we're kind of mm. on the same weather paths. If, if you snow, yeah. we get snow. Yeah, It's actually very sunny today. We've actually had a lot of snowfall on us the last, mm. like, I want to say week and a half. I've had to shovel twice. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I, I don't envy you at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my family is from the Caribbean. And so I have that in my blood and bones. And so I hate the cold with a oh. passion. Oh my God. I I'm, I'm in the wrong spot. So yeah. my, my parents used to live in the Caymans for half the year <gasps> because yeah. they just could, they can't stand the mm. Canadian winters. I don't it's blame brutal. them. It's brutal. it's brutal. So they used to fly us out there for Christmas, like every year. And um, yeah. it's the dream. So and it's like very pretty, the snow, it's beautiful to look at, but it's yes. really just like that first fall yep. when it falls the first. And then after that, I'm done with it. I absolutely agree with you, Verna. Like it comes mm-hmm. down to it where you're like, mm-hmm. I like it when it first falls. Exactly. Super cute. The middle dead, <laughs> dead of January where the snow is black. Nasty. It's disgusting. Like it's all slush and you're just like, and you don't even know what's in there. Oh God. Absolutely. When it starts to melt, you're like, Oh yeah. That's and, what was in there. And it's on your, in there and it's on your boots it's on, it's on your car. It's on your jacket. It's on your pants. It's just everywhere. And then it's gray. And then it, and then it gets dark at four 30. All those things, all all those things things. are terrible. I I think, I think, I think the solution is we all have to go back to the Caribbean and we'll we'll live there and just live there. (laughs) Well, that's my goal. I want to be a snowbird. That's what they call it. A snowbird where you go in the, um, in the, in the winter. So that's my goal. That's absolutely it. Cause for us, snowbirds are people who could come from Canada and go right to Florida. Like that is a huge thing. <laughs> right. Or if you're Canadian, snowbirds are actually planes. That is like, that's oh, what, it's yeah. an actual plane. It's an actual plane. Snowbirds? Yes. I don't think I knew that. Definitely that's okay. That. So like, like, so if you went to an air show, you would see the snowbirds mm-hmm. and it's, it's interesting to say the least. I'm going to Google that. Oh my gosh. See, I taught you something. You did. You did. <laughs> there you go. I can't wait to Google that. <laughs> Any, anyways, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your, uh, your Sims history. So Verda, um, my Sims history is, it's kind of long in that my daughter who is 15 has been obsessed. So I've been kind of like um, adjacent to it, observing it, helping her downloading, paying for it. I should say I've been funding, (laughs) I've been funding a Sims habit for quite some time. That's not even my own. Um, And I, I only started last year. So that's when I started just creating my own and just like kind of playing around in that world. And so I, um, but it has been, it's just been so much a part of my life because of my daughter. And I love, um, she's a builder. And I think I love this opportunity to uh, um, 
to see her build and create worlds and, and actually like really get into that and have fun with it. And so for me, I, I did it recently. I'm trying to remember why I'm not sure. I think I just wanted to try it. I think some people in the community are like, we'd love to see you like, you know, do the Sims on your show. I do a show on our Twitch called level up where I play games. I talk to people. They sometimes play games with me. I'm not super great at, at, just about any game, but I'm getting better and better and better. And so that came up. And so I think for me, one of the things that it, um, I think it highlighted one, just finding other black people that do Sims, but also like being able to create characters. And so that was like the thing I think I entered at the right time where it's easier to find skin tones. It's easier to do all these things to kind of make, if I want it to look like me to like Mm -hmm. get there, there was like Ebonic Sims. There's like all of these amazing people in the community. And so that was super cool and the hairstyles. And so for me, it was just fun. And so my favorite thing to do, one is to create like the older version of me. So I have like an elder elder vertisim um i just love like and you know she's got this like gray braids and like all of this stuff and then i use it to to plan my outfits for when i'm traveling oh my god i never would have thought of that that's i'm just like you know because i think of like okay what do i have in my closet i have these jeans i have a bomber jacket like what do i want to do so that has been really fun to be like okay let's see what is that what do i think that'll look like on me and i i'm kind of the person that always wants a theme when i'm traveling so i'll be like this is going to be the denim trip so all things denim or this is going to be my pleather i'm going to just like pull out all those things or this is going to be color because i wear black a lot so i'll be like i'm going to just wear all of my colorful outfits so um so i use it for that as well so that's a, a tiny tiny smidgen of my sim history <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh <laughs> no I mean that's awesome and I think it's so great that sims can be generational because yeah. you'd be surprised to how many moms I've talked to that it, it their kids play it mm-hmm. and then they like they're like I want to play this too now you said you started last year was that because of the pandemic and you kind of just like were looking for something to fill the time Um, actually it was more because of, like I said, in that instance, I think it was because the community had wanted it. So I, when we first, we launched the game hers, um, the ideas are like two years ago going on, we launched March of 2020. So in March will be our two year anniversary. But when we were kind of, um, when we were gearing up, we spent a lot of time just talking to people because how we came into existence was one, I always mentioned that there's cocktails involved. If you want to get me someplace just offer some cocktails. That is actually what I've gotten really good at during the pandemic. So like, because we couldn't go out and I like to go out and get like a fun drink that I might not make at home, but now I totally just make them all at home. Um, and so my co-founder Heather Wida approached me and she had been doing stuff in toys. I think I'll get back to the Sims in a minute. Maybe we'll see about the roundabout way that I'm going to get back there okay. to the question you asked, but yeah. we came together. Um, she was doing stuff in the toy space with Rebecca Dixon, our other co-founder, and they were at this big meeting and this meeting was like all of these, like, it was like, I don't know, businessmen. And it was literally just a room full of white men. Like, this is like, you know, gaming and this industry, it's like the next big thing and da, da, da. And and they looked around and they're like, there's like like four or five women in the room. Like, really? Like, how is it the next big thing? And this room is not like half filled with women. Um, And so Niles Heron, who we talked to a lot at the beginning as well. He's one of the co-founders of Pop Dog. Murphy might join us in a few minutes. He's like down here like, let me see if he'll come. Okay, he's not. He's, He's playing games in just a moment. And so... Oh. He he got up on stage and he said, yeah, really, are we going to do this again? Another industry where there's just like, 
it's just dominated by men. Mm -hmm. And so that's a little bit of how the gamers got started. And so when we were first doing it, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast and I'd love to talk to people. But then we said, well, we decided, well, maybe I should just do a Twitch show and why don't you play games, Verda? And I'm like, because I suck and I don't want everyone to see that and experience it. And so that I think has actually been some of the fun for people. I think it's fun to watch me to do a first play and all those things. And to also like understand that being in gaming doesn't mean that it has to be this competitive thing. That's what I love Mm -hmm. about The Sims. It's not like about a competition, right? It's about like fun and creating a different world and like going into it. And so I'm almost positive someone in the community had just been like, we would love to see you do that. And then I wanted to do it because it's been very cool to experience the games that my kids grew up playing from Mm -hmm. this perspective of me learning them. And this is one of them. And I can totally, totally get why my daughter loves it. Right. Like I just totally get why she loves like immersing herself in that world. So I would say that it wasn't necessarily the pandemic. I think it was a factor though, because what it meant is that this was one way to create content and to kind of like hang out with the community that is the gamers that I might not have done had it not been for the fact that I couldn't go anywhere. Right. It's not like I could have gone to a meetup and like meet people someplace or what have you. So I think that there is a factor to being at home, um, for longer periods of time that do lend themselves to it. And I definitely play like sometimes like, you know, I remember a couple of times, like my daughter would come, she's like, are you playing Among Us? Are you playing The Sims? Aren't you on, aren't you supposed to be on a work call? I'm like, yes, coming in a few minutes. So I do find myself like sneaking it in (laughs) from time to time when I'm at my computer. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Um, Like without a doubt, like, I think that's like the beauty of like that. And like, like, especially like games, like, you know, like the Sims where it's a, it's a put down and pick it up game. It's just not something that exactly. you have to play all the time. Like, I mean, that's, that's such, that's such an amazing, oh my God, such an amazing answer. Um, <laughs> I will agree with you. It's, it's really nice to see that other uh, diversities are now having the ability to create themselves in the Sims. Yep. I'm going to grab He's being, he's looking at me. Hold on. He's eyeballing me. So I'm going to put him on my lap for a little while. But here he is, everyone. There's a little glimpse of Murphy. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so cute. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yes, you were saying it's something that you could put, pick up and put down. It's Yeah, it's it's something that you can pick up and put down. And then as well with the diversity. Yeah. And how you're now able, like Sims came out and had like all the different shades and all these Mm -hmm. different colors to make sure that you can... Um, you know, be able to get the right skin tone. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, I, I understand now that was more of a problem because like for me, and this is something I'm I'm really trying to get better on is making other ethnicity Sims, but making them fit their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It's something, because the last thing I want to do is to offend anybody. And that's why I like, I like to ask questions and I like to yeah. learn because mm-hmm. that's how we grow is everyone, everyone just, I feel like just stopped asking questions and was just assumed that they knew everything. And if they didn't know everything, they got canceled instead of taking that learning opportunity to say, you said something, you've done something, or that's not okay anymore because X, Y, and Z happened. Mm -hmm. And now we can grow and we can learn from that instead of it just immediately being like, well, you're canceled. Yeah. I think that people are mistaking, um, holding people accountable for cancel culture. So I think people are not used to being held accountable. Right. Yes. So even just the little question that says that, and I think it's still, and I think it could even still be brought even more diverse. Right. I think that, um, I think 
the goal is that we all just want to be seen in what we're doing. Right. Yes. And so I, as like, you know, as a, as once a young black girl in the world mm-hmm. and now a, a black woman in the world, I want to be able to see myself and what I do. And that's also part of creating the gamers, right? Like, and mm-hmm. a part of like the work of that is I think that young people can see me and they can see themselves. They'll see you and they'll see themselves as they'll see that it's possible, right? It's yeah. possible for two, it's possible for two women to be on a call just talking about the sims like yes oh my gosh something that uh you know or talking about video games or finding a job or career in that space that you really really love and that's another reason for the gamers to exist not only not just for gaming per se but also the gaming industry you can be a journalist you can be a shoutcaster you can be a lawyer you can do hr you can be an artist anything that you can imagine right mm-hmm. you can do that there and obviously like, you know, the Sims lets you try a lot of things out, which I think is also super cool too. Um, and lots of video games allow you to do that. And that, um, I'm just always pushing for people to, to realize that whatever you try out in life, whatever you're passionate about can actually become something that you love and want to do. Oh my God. Where's your Ted talk? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, no, that, 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 yes, so funny. thank you everyone for coming to my Ted talk. <laughs> But no, but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And I think this is a great segue to getting into, you've talked a little bit, Gamehurst started in March, 2020. Yeah. It's almost been coming up to two years. What Mm -hmm. successes have you seen and what really got Gamehurst off the ground? Yeah. So I'll start with what really got us um, off the ground or kind of when we came together and what our mission is that we are um, we are a social platform, a media platform to elevate and amplify the voices of women, femme-identifying people, mm-hmm. and non-binary folks comfortable in spaces that center women. And I say all the time that we center women. It's not just for women, but that's who we center. And putting us at the center means that like we're thinking so much about what is it that we want to see in this space. But we invite anyone that wants to do that to join us, right? So it's not it's not against any one and definitely not for men not to join. Mm-hmm. I think what we want people to understand is that centering women and elevating our voices means that all will rise all ships, right? And so when we first decided on the idea, I come from a community building background. And so I, I'm not like endemic to the gaming space, meaning that I didn't work at a gaming company. Um, video games is not, I, I didn't try to, I'm like not a professional, I'm not an esports um not a professional esports, you know, gamer, all of those things. Yeah. What I have done my whole life is worked around community and worked in the space of what it means to create a world that's anti-oppressive and very specifically anti-racist. And that's been like a lot of my career. And so within the gaming space um, and when the, within the industry, there's a large um, disparity and discrepancy on who we see represented, like who are the faces of gaming, right? Mm. Um, And all of that is about marketing because, you know, all statistics will show and share that women make up at least 50% of gamers in, you know, in that large number, which just makes sense because we're half the earth. So like, come on now, right? Like it just makes sense. And so when we first started, we we understood that there's also a, there's a very um, toxic element, part of why you don't see women um, or why you don't hear us as much is because 
in order to play certain games, we want to turn our comms off. There's toxic language. There's all of this harassment that's attached to just because we're a woman who might actually be beating you in this game. You're really mad, right? You feel a kind of way. And so we started talking to just gamers all across the all across the world. We just like interviews, we just pick up the phone. We're like, hey, can we talk to you? If we were to create a space that was centered women, like what would you want? And yes, we want, we heard over and over, we want to obviously address the fact that there's toxicity in the space. And we want to elevate and amplify women and non-men and other marginalized groups in this space. And so that's what we really have been leaning into. How do we elevate and amplify those voices? And that is one of the ways how the Gamers Awards was born. It was like, wait a minute, what if we just like do an award show that does that? And we looked around and we're like, oh my gosh, so few of them exist. And if they do, they've not been like about all of the, the topics, like mm-hmm. in marketing, in esports, in journalism, in content creation, right? There might be some that are smaller. So we said, let's do that. And that really, in a lot of ways, did put us on the map last year because it doesn't exist out there in the space. And people were so excited. It was so cool to go to spaces and hear. Um, regardless of gender, people saying, um, I was nominated or I know a friend of mine was nominated and they were so excited. And so that was amazing. I mean, we went from, um, we had over 50,000 votes this year and, um, it was just huge. It was like almost triple the size of last year. And it's been amazing to kind of see that. And, um, yeah, I think I answered your question. No, <laughs> again, I, I, I'm, lo- like, I'm loving these, these, like, oh my gosh, no, but I, I agree with you. So I'm relatively new to gaming. Now I've played Sims my entire life. That's, I'd like to say it's kind of one of the only games I've kind of played in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a very conservative home mm-hmm. um, where it was my job to, you know, help cook and help clean. And, you know, like, God forbid, if I wanted, if I didn't go to college or university, oh my gosh, the world would have ended. (laughs) Um, my, my high school boyfriend who, who I dated for seven years, um, he was a huge gamer. Um, I wasn't allowed to play his games. I I had, I had the girlfriend seat and that was his Friday night. I was the observer. I would just yep. sit and I would just watch uh, mm-hmm. him play video games. And I just like, I just kind of sat there and I was just like, this is like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really kind of got back into the Sims throughout the pandemic because I was at home and, you know, had nothing really else yes. to do, but it was so nice, you know, to be, do something creative. But like, I feel like women in the gaming industry, like, it's so true. Like I've seen like people like, I just don't understand why they feel like men specifically feel like they can target women with um, derogatory terms just because we're a woman, like we're women. Right. And I think that's what irritated me. So a couple of weeks ago, I hosted a podcast Mm -hmm. uh, for my personal staff, which is coming out Sunday um, about like, like for women, what they experienced like sexism in gaming and we all said the yeah. same story from it's four shocking. different walks That's of life exactly. right yeah and i mean we can't just talk about sexism in the gaming without talking about the elephant in the room either which mm-hmm. is sexism in you know real life in and the world exactly it, exactly and like when it comes to like for myself as like a feminist i i i'm as far as left as you can get in feminist but at the same time i just want people like for like us to be treated equally not better just equally Mm -hmm. like i feel like right now 
like for men, they're up here and we're right here. I think we just need to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. It's so easy. We've just fixed it. We've solved it. <laughs> like, we fix it, right? Like we, we can fix it. it it's easy. I, uh-huh. But I feel, I feel like it's, it's going to take a long time. And I think what, and you're right, we need to get more women in yeah. the room, not even just more women, more women of color, more women of different ethnicities, more women of different religions. So mm-hmm. their voices are heard yeah, because, I, I would, yeah. yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I agree with all of that. And I think that um, what you said about this, you know, all industries are just a, um, what is it? A microcosm of the larger world, right? Yes. So what we're seeing here is that we have an opportunity though, because there's statistics that show that um, within gaming, gender doesn't matter, right? So if you mm-hmm. just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you a better player to be identified as a man or to be identified as a woman. The other thing that statistics prove is that most most men who are toxic and do that are not very good at games. And yes. so then they're relying on um, the name calling and the actually look and going after someone's um, person instead of going after someone's gameplay. And it's very, it's easier to do that, obviously, in the more anonymous space of mm-hmm. a game. Um, and so, so we see that happening. And so I think while it is, um, it is an easy fix in theory. In Mm -hmm. practice, it's much harder because when you leave the game, you still also see women being objectified in spaces. You still see women making, you know, white women make, what, 76 cents to the dollar on white men in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that number goes down and down when you think of Latinx women, when you think of um, Black women, right? I think Mm -hmm. Black women are at 50-something cents to the dollar on what white men make. So you're seeing that the system itself is like perpetuating it. What I think is beautiful in this industry is that there is a window and opportunity. And there have been so many organizations that have already been working on this for years, like Black Girl Gamers, who won an award, um, um, who won an award at the Gamers Awards. Um, you have organizations like Wiki, you have mm-hmm. organizations like um, Feminist Frequency, you have all of these that have been doing that, doing this work and really, really um, working to make sure that one, women and non-men's voices are heard, mm-hmm. and two, that the stories, um, the accuracy of what's being told, right? Like, and, and just naming it. And I think the other thing that's been really interesting to me is um, not getting caught up in what someone else's definition of what a gamer is, right? You're yep. a gamer just because um, the game that you enjoy is Sims, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be Fortnite. It doesn't have to be Rocket League. It doesn't have to be a specific game that makes you a gamer. And that's also one of the things that we've been really like kind of pushing and leaning into that you don't need that label of Mm -hmm. the type of game is not what makes you a gamer. What makes you a gamer is the love of a game, the wanting to go back to it, the wanting to like be with other people who love it and the community that exists around it. And like, and, and just like kind of loving that and loving whether you're competitive or not competitive, right. All of those things. So I do think that it is, um, I think it's an easy fix if all of us are willing to acknowledge the truths Mm -hmm. of how we got here. Oh, I absolutely agree with you, Bert. I like, I feel like we have the tools to be able to fix it. I think we just need everybody in the room to want to be able to fix it. Yeah. Um, like I tell people all the time, like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm a gamer. And they're like, A, you're <laughs> too dumb to be a gamer. I got that. Mm, I've gotten really? your, you're too hot to be a gamer. Yeah. Um, you're not nerdy enough to be a gamer. Um, yeah. 
like all these like like weird things that you just exactly. you wouldn't say that to a guy. But I'll mm-hmm. say, oh, I play The Sims, and you know what their you know reaction is? Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my god, that makes so much more sense. Oh, okay, so you're not a gamer. You're it's you're a, so it's just Sims is a Sims is a girls game, and I think we need to mm-hmm. end. There's no like it's a game. Exactly. It's just a game. Like like we also yeah. need to end. With, like I think in, for children, Barbies are for everybody. Cars are for anybody. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. We just need to end those stigmas. Like if, if I have a son one day and he comes to me and says, mom, I want a Barbie. I'm going to walk. I'm going to march right out to Toys R Us and you pick out any Barbie you want. Yeah. Right. So like, I do think that that shift is occurring. It's generational. And I think that we're seeing it more and more. And I think it's so interesting and fascinating to me that in a world that's make-believe anyway, that you Mm -hmm. would then bring those labels to it. Like why? It's all make-believe. So why not let us all be able to imagine and believe and be who and what we want in that space? Oh, I agree. I think men are so scared because they've held they've held the power for so long that yeah. they they can see it grasping through their tiny little fingers, <laughs> and they don't know what to do because they've only ever had power. Yeah, right? and I think it's so it's so fascinating because um, even when we look at Fortune 500 companies that invest mm-hmm. work in what what they would call diversity, equity, inclusion, the bottom line is that it is actually going to make you more money if money's what you want to make, right? Yes. So like I will, I will, I will um I will reference one of my idols, Rihanna, and of all the things that she was told would not were not possible, right? It's not possible to create uh, like a lingerie and clothing line that will be like super inclusive of all mm-hmm. body types. It's not possible to create a makeup line where we have like so many different colors and shades of foundation. And she was like, "Yeah, it's possible, yeah. and I'm going to make it happen, right?" Yeah. And 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 now everyone, right, is is like trying to do that thing because yes, because the world is so vast and so amazing and so abundant Mm -hmm. that why not be able to create it so that we could all be seen in it. So I I agree. I think they need to see it more as the the possibility of filling more buckets, as opposed to thinking that you're going to lose something. Don't get me wrong. There are sacrifices that will have to be made. Yes. Mm -hmm. We need to see, we need to see companies that are more led by women. We need to see Mm -hmm. companies where, you know, the CEOs are women They're they're trans people, they're non-binary. Like we need to see that so that we start to see those things being equal. I'm not saying that that's not what has to happen. I just think that the, the idea that you will lose is mm-hmm. also making it a competition. I um, absolutely yeah. agree. And not only do we need them as a fortune 500 CEOs, we need them in politics. Mm-hmm. We need more women on the Supreme court. We need more women senators. We need more women yeah. prime ministers. We need more women and just, just in the room where the decisions are made because yeah. nothing makes my blood boil more in a room of white rich entitled men making decisions for women who have no idea what they're talking about oh it's getting hot like i might have to take the blazer (laughs) off thinking about it because i crazy it it is crazy and like it's just some a conversation that like my stepbrother has with me me my stepbrother i mean we get we're okay like we we, (laughs) if he called me right now and said i need something i'd I'd be there in a minute but we usually sit at the opposite ends of the dinner table because we have very two different views on life and he Mm -hmm. said to me once he said because like i'm i'm a big pot stirrer at my job if if you're treating me poorly Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say something yeah because i'm a human being and you don't get to talk to me that way Mm -hmm. so he once said to me he's like listen like just just sit back 
and just let it, it's fine. Like you're not the boss. I'm like, if I sit back, this person now thinks it's okay to treat me this poorly, that is going to carry through to the next person that they talk to. Yeah. Because I didn't set the record straight saying how you spoke to me there was not okay. And he's, well, he's like, yeah, he's like, but just be thankful you have a paycheck. I'm like, no, no, no. Money is, money is nothing. Money Mm -hmm. is pieces of paper that are made every day. Mental health and happiness is way more valuable than money. And I think that's something that we need to do as well. Instead of like, I'm so more happy with women that are standing up and saying, Mm -hmm. this is not okay. And all the men are like, but it's been fine for like 200 years. You're saying something now. It's because now we have the voice and the platform. And now our voices are finally being heard for the first time in a long time. And we still have a long way to go. Yeah. And the beauty is too, that we have, you know, we have mediums like this, we have Mm -hmm. the internet, we have social media where you're not as isolated in your experience. Right. And so I I do agree. And I, and I do that. That's a big argument for so many things. Well, that's how it's always been. And why are you, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, The thing is that it's always been a big deal and it's always Mm -hmm. been wrong. Um, It's, it's that, in speaking up previously, there's so much, there was so much more to lose and, you know, losing jobs, losing careers, um, you know, in some instances, losing your life, quite honestly, right. Mm-hmm. It could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're right. Like, so we're, you know, we're having, there's a shift that's happening. And my hope is that more people than not, because there are people that are not coming along for this ride and that's no. okay. That's like, actually, I just, I've just decided in my life, like that mm-hmm. is not who I'm about. Like, Yep. I'm not your cup of tea. If you're not coming along for this, if you don't, you know, that's, that's all good, but know that you're going to get very tired of hearing me say probably what I need to say. Um, but also I've just, I think another form of, um, caring for ourselves and kind of maintaining our own sanity is not allowing that. Like people are like, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I just want to play devil's advocate. I was like, the devil has enough advocates and I don't need to, Mm -hmm. I don't, I actually am not interested in that. Why do you want to play the devil's advocate? Why is it just, why can't it just be okay to say we want safe spaces for everyone? Yeah. We want it to be inclusive. We want everyone to have opportunities and to be able to be their full authentic selves. And that's really what we lean into at the gamers. And we're not perfect. We're not saying that we have all the answers. We're growing and learning as well. Um, I just, I just, we just want other people to be in that space of growing and learning with us, but also that there are just some things that that's just where we stand. Right. And we stand in a place where we want there to be, um, fair, equitable, um, inclusive, welcoming, Mm -hmm. inviting spaces for women, um, that play all the games. (laughs) No, of course. I think this, I think this is a fantastic segue to talk about, oh my God, which is fantastic. I'm like the worst at segues. That's actually my (laughs) shtick. I'll be like, so blah, blah, blah. So now this, that was actually a good segue to, I want to talk, I want to talk about the app. So, okay. Um, I'll share what my experience was since yeah, I downloaded I it. That. And then I, I definitely want to hear it. So mm-hmm. I, I got the app a couple of days ago and I'm a huge person advocating for, I hate feeling alone. I hate, I hate if I, if I'm feeling something, am I the only person that feels this way? Or are there other people out there that feel this way? So I, I downloaded the app and I was going through it and there's this whole community. I saw posts about everything took my mom to the grocery store I bought her cookies I saw I went to the doctors today and they finally found out that I was diagnosed with x y and z and now I can feel Mm -hmm. so much better look I'm making pies for lunch oh my god I just beat this level in insert game here that I've been trying to beat 
oh, me and my girlfriend or we're planning our honeymoon and we mm-hmm. like any suggestions. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, where has this been all my life? Because yeah. it's, it's so nice to have this such warm community where we're all like, from what I've gathered is everybody is just there to listen and to be heard and to mm-hmm. be able to say, this is what's going on in my life. And someone can say, me too. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you, for that, for that one second, you're not alone because the worst, there's the worst thing in life is to being sad. But yeah. if you look around you and everybody's sad around you, at least you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. felt that with the game hers app Yay. for like a quick, like a, yeah, I was like, oh my, oh my, oh my God. So I love like, that. yes, <laughs> I love so, that. We love hearing people's experiences with it. And I think, yeah. um, I think that you're spot on in, in creating a space where you can just be your full self and mm-hmm. that being a gamer is a part of that. It's not the end all be all of that. Right. And that, um, in our research and like we did focus groups, we've done a lot of things to kind of like create this space where it's like, okay, we knew it wasn't just about gaming, mm-hmm. but to your point, to feel like there are other like-minded people that I know I can put this here. Right. And so we kind of like do all the things like at the gate to say like, this is what we're about. Like turn around now, if this is not your jam, right? Like yeah. we're not going to do these things. And now you go in there and yes, like talk about your pets. I find it to be, it's kind of like an escape from some of the other stuff that's happening in other places right now to be able to go there and be like, yeah, or just to help someone out. Or someone's like, you know, having a, you know, an issue with their two-year-old kid. But like you mm-hmm. said, we wanted to create a space where you can bring like all of yourself, right. And be able to find something and a group of people to talk about the thing that you wanted to, or just read stuff, right. Yeah. Just go in and like read about the things or look at people's pictures or their pets and be like, Oh, look at that cute little dog. Um, and things like that. And then also to play a game or find people that will not like, because the thing about going into games, at least for me, is that I always want to go with people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to chat up, but I'm also like trying to broaden those horizons a little bit, but still like it's, I feel better to at least know that you wanted to be in this space and you, so you are like-minded, you know, that we're just about making sure that everyone feels good and safe. It doesn't mean you might not get mad in the game. It doesn't mean something might not pop off, but like knowing that there's someone here that I could say, Hey, do you want to go play Fortnite with me? Cause I don't ever want to go over there by myself or without people that I know or things like that. And so, um, we're really excited about it. And for us, um, you know, this is, this is like, you know, version one, we have a lot of ideas for like 2.0 and all the places that'll go, but another really exciting thing, which we couldn't figure out, um, which we couldn't figure out. We were like trying to find the way to do events that also people together around that topics, right? Like, so we have like an event around streaming. We have the gamer doc, Lindsay, that's going to be coming like later next year to talk about just like physical health when it comes to gaming. Right. And like all of those things. And so creating like in-app events that are also eventually going to lead to like meeting up elsewhere. Right. So we're just seeing meeting in real life when we all get to come together. So really leaning into, I believe that I always say like, I have, I'm an 80, 20. I think that there are some things that make women uniquely women, but it's like Mm -hmm. 80%. And then there's 20% that'll fall outside of that. So I always like go by that. Right. So that we're not generalizing, but we are women for a reason. And there are things Mm -hmm. that we are drawn to. And I actually feel that women are 
indigenous to the land that is community and that we want to be in community with other people. We want other people to be in community with us and then make decisions like based on that. And so that's like what we're like really leaning into. And when we say that, and that it centers women. And I think when you do center women, we're also about like, we actually, most women, 80 20 rule here. Actually, we want all women to be able to be here. We want all people to feel good here. So even yeah. if you come here and it's a bunch of women and you're a man, we want you to be here and feel like you could be your full self. Right. Yes. And, and that it's not, and, and that no toxic nonsense. Right. And so, um, so I'm glad that that's been your experience. Um, and, um, we just encourage everyone to download it and come and like be a part of our community and, um, yeah. And like have a little respite, a little place where you can go and be like, Hey, I love it here and stay a while. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so in my real life job, I work in marketing. I, I work in a sector of social media marketing. Um, so my job every day is to be on social media to make sure that the company I work, work for is, um, shining in good light amongst an, uh, and not just my center, almost all centers mm-hmm. and social media is such a toxic negative place. Yeah. Um, I spend eight hours a day in it. I like to call it eight hours in the trenches. Mm. Um, it is sludge. It is awful. It is toxic. Um, I can't even do Twitter. I, ref- yeah. I refuse to do anything on Twitter. It is such a nasty place. Mm. Um, but when I was on the game, here's that I actually felt not, I didn't feel stressed. I actually right. felt like this was a nice place on the internet yeah. to be in because <laughs> the internet yeah. can take you to some dark places very quickly. It really can. It really can. can, right? Yeah. So no, I'm very happy that this app is exists for women that, you know, that can go out there and be able to have these conversations because there's nothing worse than, you know, going on Facebook in the good old days and saying like, I'm having a bad day. And you'd see all the comments below being like, grow up, Carol. Exactly. We all have bad days, love. I know. And stuff like, it's just disgusting. It's just like, yeah. it's just disgusting behavior. And then especially with social media, everybody thinks that they can hide behind a keyboard yeah, and they can say whatever they want, but there's no consequences. I think for me, I think the big turning point was, it was a couple of years ago. Do you remember the case with the girl? I think her name was Michelle. She convinced her boyfriend to kill himself via by text. And it was a huge yeah, thing. I do and, remember that. And it's just like your words matter. matter. Your words, yeah. whatever you say, even if it's by text and you don't mean it. It doesn't mean it doesn't affect the person on the inside. Exactly. So like, anyways. And it's kind of like, you know, it's an opportunity to lean into the humanity of all of us, right? Because like, I mean, honestly, that's like what, that's what we're about, right? Like, and don't get us wrong. Like we are for business-minded women. We, mm-hmm. We're starting a company where we, we say that we're for purpose and for profit because we really, and you know, another, another thing that's really important to us is like, is um, employing women yes. and non-men, right? Non-binary folks, like employing people. And like, yes, you can make money in this space, but you, and we can make money in ways that also lean into the humanity of who we all are, right? And I think that that's um, what I hear from what you're saying there is that a lot of social media can devolve, devolve, devolve. I don't divulge. know what the word is. Divulge, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay. that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't know what the word is here. Um, but like create those spaces and the bottom line is that they're gonna exist. Um, 
what it is, is I think what's important is that as people, how do we create that counter narrative? Mm -hmm. How do we create these communities that are actually what we want them to be? Because we can, we don't have to do that just because it's what's been done or what's being done. We don't have to do it. And and I think that that's also like the lesson in, 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 in developing an app for us is like, we don't have to actually, we don't have to do what the other places are doing. We can just like be something different. Um, And that's also what I love about um, just gaming communities and spaces that I like in general. So we also have like a really thriving discord. So if anybody wants to check us out on discord, like we have great space there. Our mod squad is amazing, Mm -hmm. but like creating a place that's truly and genuinely inclusive, but also Mm -hmm. that just feels like I want to be here. And and we still talk about hard stuff. Like the thing is that we can still talk about these, everything that's going on in the world. Right. Because it's not just be happy, be happy, be happy. Cause it's, you know, we're complex beings. Yes. Um, and so how do we do that, but do that in a space where we can say, okay, let's have a conversation about this. You can ask the question here, right. In a space that, and if you mess up, say, sorry, and keep yes. it moving and do better next time. Right. Um, especially if that mess up is not from a place of malintent or to like literally harm people. Cause we do know those people, right. Like they get yeah, locked yeah. and banned immediately, but you know, that's not, that's not everyone. So yeah, I'm glad that you are having a good experience in the app. Yeah, no, I, I am. And, um, again, anybody who wants to download it, you said it comes out in a couple of days, correct? Yes. Um, so we're probably next week. It's, um, it's like a holiday week here in the state. So next week we will launch, we were, we've been in beta and it's just, it'll be on all places. I think you can go to the iTunes store, all those places. And it's just called the gamers app. So just type in the gamers and, um, it'll pop up. Perfect. Um, one final question for you, and then I'm going to let oh, you go on your merry okay. way because I know you've got a, uh, I know it's Thanksgiving weekend there. And um, yeah, I don't participate in Thanksgiving, but no. yes, it is Thanksgiving for all of you that do, you know, just learn, you know, dig into the history of that and then we can go. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Of course. Oh, of course. Because like, so in Canada, we had a day. Um, so it's called the Truth and Reconciliation Day. And it's yeah. a talk about uh, the indigenous culture and how uh, the residential schools have affected oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. the Canadian culture. And mm-hmm. do you know what made my blood boil? Like I'm talking like super boil. They gave the holiday to government employees only. That's it. The day of reconciliation. The day of reconciliation. Yep. The day of reconciliation for the indigenous culture is primarily to learn about the residential schools was given to government employees. Everybody else had to go to work that day. There were no events because everybody had to work. Crazy. I that I I literally wrote to my MP and said that is not okay. Surprising, but so not okay. It's 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 not surprising anymore. But it's just like you're you're giving the people that caused the harm the day off. Right. It's wild. Like, it's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yes. It's wild. Anyways, <laughs> on to more positive topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear about the gamers, uh, the her, the game her awards that just happened last yes. week. Because that's when I when I first met you. It was yes. the night before, and I was. It just was like, the night before. Yes. And so it was amazing. Um, we have all of our winners up on our website, and for me, what is beautiful about it is it is. The right now to see an award show within the space where just 99% of the winners are women, femme identifying folks, mm-hmm. um, non-binary folks. Um, and we did have, you know, there were a few men in there, which is great, but they are not the majority. They are not the forward facing and front and center. And to 
acknowledge and name kind of going back to what we talked about in the beginning. Women make up half of the earth. So you can't uh, you can't say that we are not in this industry doing amazing things. Yes. It's there's there are women that are journalists. Maybe there aren't enough of them, but we can still amplify and elevate the ones that exist that are doing amazing work. Um and that it always kind of brings tears to my eyes to like watch it and see um see diversity coming alive in real life and in real time. And when I watched the awards, this year I co-hosted it with NARS and it was such a blast. I was super nervous and it was such a blast. Um, I always think about the younger versions of myself and not just me, but all the young kids that will look at that and say, oh my gosh, there's a moment where they literally see themselves. Like you'll Mm -hmm. see, you'll see a woman that could be you or a woman who loves a game that you love that doesn't necessarily have to look like you, but it's a woman up here getting an award, Mm -hmm. right? Working at a triple A studio or that, or that's an indie, you know, game developer. And that always kind of brings tears to my eyes. And then we had some really amazing people do, we did like vignettes and interviews with Glow Up Games and they're about to come out with the Insecure game. And they have like a super diverse game development team, um, women led. Um, we had uh, Tactical Grandma, who is um, is a gamer that plays Call of Duty and she's like a grandma, like literally, like that's her thing. And like have her talking about like, it's never too late to do something. No, you know what I mean. Like, and she's like amazing. Uh, we had Nicola Point Jameson, who is the um, I think she's the CEO of Evil Geniuses, and so to have her speak about just like her experiences and like how e you know EG is like one of these like really amazing esports entities that is working so hard to just be dope, amazing humans in the space. Um, Able Gamers, they won an award um, and they are making games accessible to those that are differently abled and disabled. And like, it's amazing. And I'm trying to think where there's, oh, Control All Quinn, this amazing um, content creator, they got an award and it was brilliant. So I just am... I am blown away. And I just, if you weren't there, it's fine. Just go and rewatch it. I think it'll be on our YouTube channel and it will also be, I think it's still on our Twitch. So if you go to our Twitch, you can still see it for a little while. We'll upload it to YouTube and ESTV will be airing it as well. So just because you weren't there for the night doesn't mean that you, you don't, you, you don't, you missed an opportunity. You should really go and watch it. It's really, really quite brilliant and amazing. Um, and yeah, and that's it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I feel like I talked so much. This is an interview. So I was supposed to talk. (laughs) No, please, please talk. Like you're, you're highly educated. (laughs) I'm wearing my mom's blazer. (laughs) You're funny. I'm wearing a hoodie. So like where, you know, I'm on a hoodie. Um, The one thing I want to say to you, just like in closing for myself is that, um, I, if I were to, if five years ago you had told me that I would be the co-founder and chief community officer of the gamers, I would have been like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're crazy. And why I feel like I find myself here is that at a certain point in my life, I just decided to follow the things that bring me joy Mm -hmm. and 
be in spaces where I'm allowed to be my full authentic self. And like, there are spaces, we know them where people treat us like trash or they talk to us any kind of way, or they don't even value our ideas or they steal them and act like they're theirs. If you are in a place like that, I know you might not be able to get out of it right, right now, but plot and plan to get out of that. And I think that how I find myself here is that and my motto in life, I tell this to people all the time is that I am all love. That's actually what my sweatshirt says um, oh. with appropriate doses of rage because as a woman, as a black girl, as a black woman in this space, there are things that make me angry. I get angry, like what we've talked about. It angers me when I hear people mistreating others and and, and um, like not th- feeling like we should have a world where everyone is equal and has access to just live a beautiful life. Um, I get upset about that. And what I do is I channel that anger into things that I think will create loving spaces like our app, like our awards, like even mm-hmm. just the gamers as a company. And I have three amazing co-founders Rebecca, Laura, and Heather, who help me to do that every day. So my parting words are lean into the thing that you love. And for the youngest of you that are out there, there are things that you're gonna, people are going to call you quirky. They might think you're weird. They might say these things like that is your special sauce. Mm-hmm. Know that now. If pe- people are poking fun at something, it's because it's so amazing that they want to dim your shine and just don't let them. Absolutely. I think those are definitely fantastic parting words. Um, <laughs> I want to, I want you to let everybody know where can we find everything gamers? Okay. Just T H E G A M E H E R S in all the spaces. So that's our website. That's on Twitter. That's on Twitch. That's on Instagram, any place, you know, all the socials, just the gamers. And our website is the gamers, G A M E H E R S.com. Perfect. And then your discord, is it the same as well? Yep. Discord okay. is, um, discord. Discord, the gamers.gg. I don't know the order of it, but yes, it's also the gamers um, as well. And then I'm Verda. And literally, if you type that, by the time you get to the M in Maloney, you'll find all my places too, because I've never met another Verda. So if your name is Verda out there, email me. I would love to meet another (laughs) Verda in my life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. See, that's what I love about you, such unique names, because Mm -hmm. you have such a unique name. My name. So I have the seventh most popular female name and I have, I do. And I have this in the 15th most popular last name. That's why I'm so excited to get married next year. So my my fiance's last name is Tosos because he's, he's, he is a Macedonian. So I could finally get rid of Hill for the love of God. Like there's so many Hills out there. They'll be like, Mm -hmm. so you must know my cousin. No, 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 I absolutely don't. No, there's, there's like, no, <laughs> like the probability of that is yeah. so small. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we're 18th cousins somewhere, but like, yes. no, it's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank you so much on behalf of the Sims Up magazine for taking time uh, out of your busy day and doing part of this interview. And thank you for being such an amazing part of all the communities, the Sims community, the women's community, like Game Hers is now a safe space for women to go in gaming. And you that didn't exist two years ago. So, and it's only going to keep growing. I'm so excited to see where the future holds for Game Hers, but I will be in the shadows. I will be supporting <laughs> you a hundred percent. I'll be lifting you up and then I'll be singing your praises until the cow comes home. Oh, thank you. This has been wonderful. Thank you, Jen. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Well, I think, um, 
for anybody who again, please go follow uh, Gamehers and Berta. Um, please check out the Sims Up Magazine, the Machinima Life Magazine, Supped Up Media, um, and the uh, CC Magazine. If you want to follow me along on my journey, you totally can. I have a <laughs> podcast, I have a YouTube channel, and my and I have Instagram. It's all Stassi J Sims Four. I uh, definitely come check me out. I, I do lots of uh, Sims Up. Uh, I do a lot of Simmer Spotlight. And I, if you want to be interviewed, please let me know. But anyways, Verda, it has been an absolute pleasure. And thank you again so much. Bye. Bye.